I'm Kim. I'm Megs. Welcome to the Atwoods End Podcast. <laughs> We're recording. <laughs> Bonus episode. No, it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we here? What have I done? Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? Like, it's so obviously not. <laughs> You're just uneducated. It's not that bad. I don't is that even a word? Welcome to our first bonus episode. I'm Mags. And today is Kim's 27th birthday. Now, being a bonus episode, we are doing things a little bit different today. Because every birthday is better with a few surprises, Kim only knows of one segment in today's episode, and it's the one she wrote. Everything else, Kim is listening to live with the rest of our listeners. So let me start off by saying, happy birthday, Kim. 27 years of you and nine years of us being friends. I'm honored to call you my friend, co-host, maid of honor, mentor, and travel companion. No one laughs louder, hugs tighter, and really has an endless patience for my at times exhausting nonsense. So cheers to you. Now, I suggested to Kim to prepare something special for this episode in honor of her now being closer to 30 than to 20. And I know for many of us that will make you cringe a little bit. So without further ado, This is the 27 things learned by 27. Number one, there is a silver lining to almost anything. And sometimes when you look back, the things that went wrong in life may have inadvertently triggered the dominoes to some of your happiest moments. Sometimes I like to play a game where I look back at a moment that might have disappointed me and then trace it forward to see how the situation may have indirectly triggered something amazing. It's actually really comforting. (laughs) I can confidently say that some of the shittiest things that have happened to me have also led me to incredible people and opportunities that I would never have otherwise come across. Stop. I have goosebumps already. All right. (laughs) Give me the next 26. Number two. You can eat the skin on a kiwi and you don't have to buy all the bananas in the bunch at the grocery store. I really wish someone had told me that before my freezer was full of enough overripe, uneaten fruit to make banana bread for an army. (laughs) You make really good banana bread, though. Thank you. Number three. There is a certain fear associated with drinking after 24 and knowing you're playing Russian roulette with your hangover. Also, (laughs) Long Island iced teas are always a mistake. (laughs) Did you know there's no iced tea on a Long Island iced tea? No, it's all alcohol, which is why they're a mistake. (laughs) No, it's coke. Yeah, I guess a little bit. Number four. There are people in your life that you think will be around forever, and they won't be. And there are others that will surprise you and be there for life. As the saying goes, friends for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. The right people will always find their way to you when you need them most. Number five. Bras suck and should only be worn when absolutely necessary. Number six. It's amazing the things you can accomplish when you believe in your own success and stop being your own worst critic, which I guess is my way of saying fake it till you make it. Number seven, friends that can be trusted advisors and also make you laugh until you cry are rare. To have even one in your life is a blessing, but to have many is something very few people can claim. Hold on to them. Number eight, If travel has taught me anything, it's that there is far more good in the world than bad, even though often the news will have us believing otherwise. In every corner of the world, you can find common ground with those you meet if you just take some time to listen to their story. Number nine, 
Putting pen to paper and writing down your thoughts is one of the simplest and most cost-effective forms of therapy, as is dancing around the kitchen to Rasputin by Bonnie M. <laughs> My kitchen. <laughs> that, that was our, our pre-drinking song, Summer of 2016. <laughs> it was. If that and hair. <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to link it in the show notes. Just maybe I'll play it in with hair. <laughs> Number 10, being able to follow a trend doesn't mean you have style, and someone should really have told that to my choker wearing 21-year-old self. (laughs) I'm not mad about choker. Number 11, some things like reading or art are better left as pure joy and not turned into something that needs to be marketed or monetized. The world has become a place where every passion is deemed worthy of being a side hustle, and I wish we could all remember that sometimes loving something is enough. What's the one thing that you love that you never want to make money from? I studied English in university and it ruined reading for me for years. Number 12. All relationships, romantic or not, are work and putting that work into people that don't or can't give you what you need will leave you feeling depleted. There's no shame in walking away from relationships that no longer serve you. Hashtag selfish, but in the best <laughs> way possible. What is my, what's my saying? Just because it works doesn't mean it should. <laughs> <laughs> Number 13. There is no greater joy than receiving something in the mail, and this might be why I'm addicted to online shopping. <laughs> I'm going to post your address in the show notes. <laughs> like on, I don't know if that's like a safe thing to do, but no, I do love not. mail. No, no, I won't do that. But actually, side story on this. One year, I, for whatever reason, wasn't going to see Kim for her birthday, and so I decided to ship a few things for her desk to her house. I got the notification, it had arrived, and, and you know, I, I waited a day. This. I had messaged your mom to be like, hey, Janice, can you just watch out for the mail? You know, super sweet me sending things to Kim. And then you guys were both like, yeah, there's nothing here. And so then for the first time in my life, I had to be like, I swear to God, I'm not lying, Amazon, but there's no package. And I was just really upset. And, you know, unfortunately, the thing that I got you, they didn't have it anymore. So they're like, you have to pick something else. And I was like, ugh, fine, like, I'll pick this. And it was like little neon. It was a cactus and a moon, I think, right? Yeah, it was. They're like little cute neon signs. Yeah, right? And the, and then, so I messaged them. They're like, we'll send out another one. It arrives. This time they included a picture. And I was like, Kim, here's a picture. It's here. And you were like, nope, it's still not here. <laughs> and then you're like, wait a second. So what actually ended up happening, Kim, why don't you finish this story? Uh, I gave Maggie the wrong address and it was going to my neighbor's house. Which, like, to be fair, I got all the packages back, but my neighbors had opened them all, which was kind of sketchy. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure illegal, but it worked out in the end. I mean, I have a form you can apply to send me fan mail. Number 14. Making mistakes is human, which I understand will have a lot of people being like, duh, but it was a big one for me. I'm learning to come to terms with human error and understanding that it's not possible to flawlessly execute life day in and day out. Plus, our mistakes make us relatable. No one can relate to a robot. Number 15, you can Uber just about any distance if you try hard enough. The longer your trip, the higher the likelihood your driver will try to add you on social media. <laughs> okay, where? what was the distance? You need to tell everyone. Where did you Uber to and from? I Ubered from College Station, Texas to Dallas, which is a total of around 180 miles. Which is 290 kilometers for us here in Canada. 
and takes about three to three and a half hours because of a canceled flight and an Uber driver who refused to go a single mile over the speed limit. And we played Guess the Disney music that she was playing for the entire car ride. And I've never needed to pee so badly in my life. (laughs) Did you do well? No, because she was playing really weird ones. We made our flight, so honestly, I hold nothing but a high regard for her. No contempt there. Number 16. Vulnerability breeds closeness, and sometimes you never know how your story may help someone else and how much that might help you in return. Some of the things that I've been most afraid to share with people have become the glue that keeps us close. You may think that someone won't be able to relate to what you're saying, but I've learned that a lot of us are just walking around afraid to say, hey, wait, me too. Do you think you're more vulnerable now? Is mm, I've always been a pretty open book to a fault because I'll tell people anything. <laughs> but I think within my closest circle of people, there's like nothing I wouldn't tell them. It's nice because there's a lot of conversations that I think even people that would consider themselves best friends or like super close friends, there's just certain topics that people still wouldn't really touch yeah and so it's nice to have that um those conversations are always valuable and needed number 17 people in your life can serve multiple purposes and no one person needs to fill them all the person that inspires you creatively might not be the person you're going to throw down with at a party and that's fine no one needs the pressure of being someone's whole world (laughs) sorry throw down (laughs) 18 Self-improvement isn't something with an end goal. It's an ongoing project to be better than you were the day before. Number 19, taking your own advice is hard and it's even harder when you're stubborn. (laughs) I say this as an incredibly stubborn person. (laughs) Feedback is an important part of growth and that includes being able to listen to yourself even when you really, really don't want to. Yeah, I've, I've coined the term Kimception because to convince Kim to do something, you have to implant it into her mind without letting on by any means that you are trying to manipulate and or advise past your <laughs> best friend. I like advice. to know that it was my own choice. No, not a creatively crafted way of, of helping you. <laughs> yeah, you have to guide me to my own conclusion. Number 20, saying no and learning when to walk away can be freeing. Wow. Number 21, Sometimes the things we think need to be fixed about ourselves are actually our greatest qualities in disguise. I'm a perfectionist to a fault and a professional overthinker, and while I can acknowledge that there is room to improve those qualities, I can also acknowledge that these same traits are the roots of some of my best. I care deeply, and I do my best to act with empathy in every decision I make. Number 22. The key to a good exercise routine is as simple as finding the things you love doing and listening to what your body needs day by day. Also, spin classes were inventing Satan himself. (laughs) That's like people who run. I'm so sorry to anybody who's a runner, but why? Oh, yes, it's it's the spin classes for me. I just, there is nothing nothing appealing about sitting on a bike seat for an hour especially though like you know like the soul cycle ones where mm-hmm. they're like just so happy and motivating and, and they're like, just screaming <laughs> screaming at you yeah. and i'm like well i know i'm not gonna be able to sit right for the next like three days so actually kim introduced me to an app that i think i've probably boosted their downloads by like three thousand just because of how many people everybody in my neighborhood i swear to god i told the mail lady <laughs> 
everybody should download fit on because it is for me at least the most perfect like easygoing app with so many different things and kim was like oh you should do this and granted all my good ideas come from kim number 23 the mute button was the greatest technological advancement of the 21st century I firmly believe that our social bubbles have gotten way too big to be healthy, and there's a big part of me that's nostalgic for a time when we didn't know that the person in our 11th grade math class just got engaged. It's too much information (laughs) to absorb and too many voices that we feel the need to prove something to. The mute button has been my saving grace in eliminating a lot of that noise. It's not rude to be selective about the people you choose to engage with. Hell yeah. I first thought you were talking about like the physical mute button, like on Zoom. And I was like, everybody should know to mute themselves when they're on a Zoom call. Um, that too. But yeah. I'm, I'm talking about like muting entire people. 24. Octopuses have beaks and it's a fact that will always unfailingly make me uncomfortable. <laughs> Are you ready to level up that I uncomfortableness? Don't. Because it, it took me a long time to get okay with the octopuses having beaks. When an octopus dies, Kim... All of it will disintegrate except for the beak. And so people who work with cephalopods, oftentimes they collect the beaks. Interesting. (laughs) There's no other bone? Nothing. That is so bizarre. A great documentary for anyone who wants to see what I'm talking about, about this whole beak situation. On Netflix, there's a documentary called My Octopus Friend. or my Oh yeah, My Octopus Teacher. It is an excellent documentary and it is where I learned that octopuses have beaks and I have quite literally never been the same. Did you cry? Honestly, I might have been if I wasn't so shook about the beaks. (laughs) I feel like you learned one little fact and then it bananas or berries that that impacted you for for the entire 45 minutes. Deeply impact me. It's no, not even 45 minutes. I've been going on about the whole octopus and beak thing for like at least six months. (laughs) 25. There's no such thing as growing up. None of us will ever be totally confident we know what we're doing and that's life. Number 26. Leaving your phone in a different room when you go to bed at night will change your life. And sometimes being a bad texter isn't actually a bad thing. Any true friend won't mind that it took you eight hours to answer their text. And making a conscious decision to be present and not constantly accessible does wonders to reduce anxiety. I think this is my favorite thing you've taught me this year. Is that I didn't even consider not having my phone in arm's length. In your room. Yeah. And that was... Yeah, it's, it's honestly the best thing I've, like, ever started doing is, like... It's, like, a hard habit to break at the beginning, but it's so helpful. Yeah, and you should ask yourself, why would that be so hard? Because the first time I thought about it, I was very resistant to the idea. Like, our phone is still in our rooms, but it's quite, like, further away now. Mm-hmm. But at first, even the thought of it, I was like, oh, oh no. But then it's like, yeah. why? Why is that? So it's a good question to ask yourself. Why do you think if we say, put your phone away, don't have it in the same room when you go to sleep, if that, like, conjures up any kind of defense or, you know, some sort of, like, absolutely not ask yourself why number 27 if everyone likes you it probably means you're people pleasing there is a certain bravery in being able to stand up and say something isn't right or that your choices differ from the people around you don't hide who you are at the expense of gratifying others oh that is a what a way to end it also if you don't have like an arch enemy list what are you really doing (laughs) yeah i think it's actually amy poehler said that in her book that sometimes i'm afraid that not enough people hate me It's very true. No person can be everybody's cup of tea. So if you are everybody's cup of tea, it kind of means you're putting on like a bit of an act for at least some people. That's going to fuel me next time I know that. I know. (laughs) 
talking yeah, nice text and you think somebody doesn't somebody doesn't like you it's like well, what an honor <laughs> i'm doing something right thanks kim for being alive for 9862 days and of course every episode of the atwood's end podcast has a fellow math segment so here we go keeping with our theme for june 14th we're going to take a look at some pretty cool things that have happened on this date throughout history in 1381, Richard II in England meets leaders of the Peasants' Revolt on Blackheath. The Tower of London is stormed by rebels who enter without resistance. 1642, the first compulsory education law in America is passed by Massachusetts, which basically means that kids had to go to school. 1834, sandpaper is patented by Isaac Fisher Jr. in Springfield, Vermont. 1841, First Canadian Parliament opens in Kingston, Ontario. 1850. The third great fire of early San Francisco starts in a bakery chimney. 1900. Having been annexed to the USA on August 12, 1898, Hawaii is constituted as an organized territory. 1907. Norway adopts female suffrage for middle-class women only in parliamentary elections, which means that for the first time, women were able to vote. 1919. First non-stop air crossing of the Atlantic by Alcock and Brown leaves Newfoundland. 1923. Recording of the first country music hit, Little Old Log Cabin in the Lane. 1938. Chlorophyll is patented by Benjamin Grunskin, Grushkin. 1942. Anne Frank begins her diary. 1946. The Canadian Library Association is established. In that same year, Nat King Cole records the Christmas song. 1957. 42 centimeters of rain falls on East St. Louis, Illinois, which is a state record. 1965, the Beatles released the album Beatles 6. 1973, the 46th National Spelling Bee, Barry Trinkle wins spelling vouchsafe, which by the way is spelled V-O-U-C-H-S-A-F-E. 1989, Ronald Reagan is knighted by Queen Elizabeth II, an honorary knighthood. 1993, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is nominated to the United States Supreme Court by President Bill Clinton. 2015, Jurassic World is the first film to make $500 million worldwide in its opening weekend. And in 2021, we conclude our podcast with a series of answers to the statement, Kim is the creative genius, delightful, sincere wonderfully peculiar one hell of a time one of the kindest souls i've ever met compassionate all-around bad bitch confident fashion icon business mogul the joy to be around known for putting herself in the strangest situations organized funny beautiful articulate great baker successful silly poised fun to get drunk with well but most importantly there will be no white flags above her door and that concludes our first ever bonus episode. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Podcast, And please, please, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love you, Kim. Bye-bye.